Great West College Hockey Podcast from the Summer Skate Studios is brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier HAM1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. M-Drive, honest ingredients, real science. Take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Torians and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at drurihotels.com. Burrito Express local burrito joint with six East Valley locations. University of Arizona Hockey. Be a part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at SummerSkates.com and show your game in comfort and style. Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, your next Allegiant Stadium event, catering your office party. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, well, welcome in to another Great West College Hockey Podcast. We're going a little early today for good reason. Scott Strandy with you today in a very warm and uh, kind of overcast, about ready to get uh, some thunderstorms, I think, here in Denver, Colorado. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh, joining me from Salt Lake City, Utah. Stephen, how are you tonight, today? <laughs> Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant Wednesday afternoon to you, wherever you may be. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going a little early today because we've got a great guest on. I, yeah, I told you last I, weekend I went to Adrian. Uh, and had a chance to uh, get a tour of their facilities and get a better understanding of Adrian College Hockey. And I invited head coach Gary Estalis to join us, and he said he would graciously do that today. But, um, yeah, I wanted to accommodate him. He's got some family things tonight, so I thought, you know what, if we can go a little early, it'll still air at 730 uh, on the the rebroadcast. But uh, if you're joining us now, welcome. If you're not, listen in, download, do all the things you need to do. Stephen, what are you doing in Salt Lake City? I'll get to that in a minute. The reason I had that, that opening, that was a tribute to the, the late Vin Scully, who we found out last night passed away. And, and that, that hit me. We were just getting ready to, to record our, our Pro Hockey West Report show, and I saw that come across. And that really uh, that really put me in a moment there. And uh, so I thought I'd introduce – he always – when he – did games like that? That's how he would start his his broadcast when he was getting ready to do the games, among other things. So, uh, well done. Very yeah. Well so done. that was that was great. Nice but tribute. I'm in Utah. Yeah, it was a nice tribute to him. We're going to share after uh, towards the end of the show a couple of hockey connections with uh, Vince Scully because of course you know it's known for baseball for the Dodgers for 67 years, but he did some things with hockey, not broadcasting wise, but with the Stanley Cup with the Kings and and the, with the outdoor game. So we'll share more on that later on. But uh, sports fan is what Vin Scully was. Great yeah, was, and sports fan of all sports. Yeah, so uh, that was that's Anthony, that was a big loss in big loss in the in the sports world, but uh but he's up there now with his wife and uh and uh and all the great Dodger greats that have passed on too like Jackie Robinson well, and Tommy Lasorda and, me, and 
let me tell you this, Stephen. If you live 94 years the way Vin Scully did, man, that's a full life. That is a full life. Yeah. So, but no, I'm in Utah. I've I've got some stuff up here. Just, uh, so I'm not. I'm up here for a couple of days, but uh, it's not too bad today. It's uh, sort of, I don't know what the weather is up here. It's, uh, <laughs> you you uh, threw me for a loop this morning because I'm I'm in like 17 different time zones and I've driven <laughs> 2,800 miles and I don't know what bed I'm sleeping in anymore. And and uh, this morning you text me, you go, I still think I'll be able to do the show tonight. I'm going like, what? What happened? Why why can't you do the show? Why 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 do you think you can do the show? But we'd already discussed. We'd already discussed. I know, I know. And then I said, I'm gonna set it up for this afternoon. And you go, Hey, I'm in Salt Lake City. If I can check into my hotel in time, I'm fine. So, so <laughs> yeah. shout out to the residents in, right? For getting you in early. Yeah, yeah, the residents in. Yeah, I, I stay at the nice hotels when I travel. <laughs> Yeah, I understand that. Holy cow. And I, I get it too. Like, you know, you're such a chef that you just want that refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Pick up a little filet mignon or something tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take all the things I learned at the development <laughs> camp that Golden Knights had in the cooking classes they had. I'm going to take all that I learned there and, and uh, whip something up in this, this uh, little kitchen I have in this room here. Well, let me tell you, this is not ACHA related, but. I do want to say that the uh, the boys from um, I think I think Gary's calling in. So hold on a second. Let's see what's happening here. Uh, Steven, if you want to go ahead on it, go ahead. Well, while we wait, while we wait further, uh, Scott to connect That's with Gary. Well. Um, let's just. It's going to be exciting to have uh, Gary come on the show. I think yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. We, if you download the app. You can find us at <laughs> I guess. I can hear Scott in the background there. <laughs> He's talking to Gary Astalis, who's going to be our guest here in just a minute. But uh, you know, yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting closer to hockey season. We're in August now. We've a lot of okay. schedules okay. have come out. We're going to have golf tournaments later this month. It's it's going to be uh, exciting. But um, so it, it's hockey's going to be coming up right around the corner. Of course, Scott was just in uh, uh, Michigan. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. That was okay. Just having a little problem getting uh, the connection going, so I was just gonna do the show solo because you know Vince Scully loved to do games solo, so I was just ready to. <laughs> yeah, you know, and get, you know, in good form. <laughs> Don't let the show get in the way of a good story. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell a story and maybe occasionally call the action that's on the field, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is what Vin well, did very well. But what yeah. I wanted to throw out there real quickly was I spent the week at. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna tell people that you were just in. In Michigan. Yeah, Plymouth, Michigan, for the uh, yeah. USA Hockey Camp, uh, the junior evaluation, the, the national junior evaluation camp, if you will. Had a chance to see what I thought of 60 of the best players in all of uh, uh, junior hockey in, in the United States. And uh, they narrowed it down to 27 right now. They still have to narrow it down to 25 before the tournament starts. But they are uh, on their way uh, currently to Edmonton. And I saw they had their Chipotle, and they're all ready to rock and roll. So good luck to Team USA. They're going to play a couple of uh, uh, preliminary scrimmages, exhibitions, I guess, on the 5th and 6th. And then things get going for real on the 9th. In the meantime, we'll have the uh, Five Nations tournament starting on the 9th here in uh, at Colorado Springs. So anyway, that's just a little update on it. 
Uh, Gary's working on getting the app uh, set up so he can join us. And when he does, I'll give you a little preview, uh, Stephen. I kind of told you this off the air, but I'll tell the listeners. Um, don't ever tell me you can't if you want to start a hockey program or you can't be successful or you don't have the numbers or whatever it is because Adrian College in Adrian, Michigan, about 2,000 people, uh, students on that campus, seven college hockey teams from an NCAA Division three, an M1 men, an M2 men, an M3 men, an NCAA uh, Division three women's program, an M1 and an M2 in the ACHA side, and they have four figure skating uh, teams, and they only have one ice surface. So go figure that one out, will you? Steven, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll ask Gary about that because holy cow! I mean, I and and I told you this too. That building, uh, about 15 years old, we'll find out for sure from Coach Stalas how old it is, but. It was immaculate, Stephen. I mean, you could have literally eaten off the floor everywhere that you went. Um, the banners hung perfectly, and they've got a bunch of them. Um, everything they've got going there is just first-class, top-notch. So um, let's see if we uh, if we have him coming on or not here. Somebody just popped on my screen, so we'll see if we can. Uh... Yeah, for the, the pictures you sent me, those were really uh, – it looked really cool and uh, looked really nice. So, uh, And you know what? They, they got a, a sign right above their doors as you leave uh, <laughs> leave the building that says another bulldog victory and I asked uh, <laughs> I asked Sheldon Nolan uh, the captain who gave me the tour I said man this is this is pretty incredible but you guys are confident are you he goes yeah we don't lose much here and we don't like to lose here so we just thought that was a good thing a good saying to have up when you leave the uh, the building so anyway. Well, well, and Adrian and Adrian's had a good couple of last years. They they won the national tournament in 2021 in the, you know, in the COVID season when uh, I always I like called COVID season. People can distinguish it because that was the uh, that was the season when we didn't have as many teams competing. But they still they were a good team. And then last this year in the national tournament they went to the uh, they went pretty far. They went to the final four uh, before losing to the eventual champions in Lindenwood. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're and, uh, and and Adrian was dominating in that tournament too. The games they were playing up until the point of of, of Lindenwood. So um, now that you got Lindenwood that made the jump to the next level, it, it gives a team like Lindenwood, if you know, a chance to be back in the mix for competing for a national uh, title, which they did last season. I mean, again, getting to the final four is of any sort of tournament like that is is no easy task, and so. They were able to do that, so they'll, they'll be a uh, when we're all in Boston in March. They're going to be playing, making another deep run, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think Gary is on, so uh, I'm just waiting for him. If he can uh, click on a gray circle up there and the, on the screen somewhere, you'll see it. Um, then I will be happy to connect you, and we'll start talking some Adrian Bulldog M1 hockey. I've got to distinguish all this because this is another thing, Stephen. That's really cool at Adrian. They have, uh, they have uh, seven different teams, as I mentioned, and they're really differentiated by their logo. So they all wear the same colors. It's just a different logo to tell what team they belong on. And, boy, that, that, was, uh, that was really cool. So, um, Yeah, just looking, just looking at how many 
I mean, they got a lot of sports there. And, and what's, cool, what's cool about that is that, you know, even the quote-unquote the, the non-NCAA sports, I won't use the C word, but even the, those those sports uh, teams oh, I, have, have have spots on the, the official athletic website. You know, see some yeah. of these other, you know, they have, they have to do their own sites. They're not integrated within the athletic program site. But, you know, you go to the ACHA teams, they all have a, uh, a spot in the uh, – on the on the menu here for the the different teams that you can pages. I don't want to cut you off, but we've got the coach. We've got okay, bring him on, so, Gary Estalis. You got Scott and Stephen with you today. Thanks for joining us, first of all, and thank you again so much for uh, allowing me to come invade your space, if it will, uh, at Adrian last weekend. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It took me a few minutes to get on there, so sorry about the delay. <laughs> No problem. It always does. That's why I kind of set it up for 15 minutes into the hour. So you got plenty of time to get adjusted, but you sound great. Um, you look great. Your picture looks good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we're, we're glad to have you. Let's let, let me start with a statement coach and then you can follow it up. But um, I didn't honestly know what to expect when I drove into Adrian, Michigan on Saturday afternoon. I, I kind of had an idea, but I didn't really have an idea. And when I arrived at your campus and was greeted by your captain, uh, Sheldon Nolan, um, man, oh, man, uh, first class the entire time I was there, it was just a blast to uh, to see the history of Adrian College. So first things first, start off and tell us about your building, because I commented to everybody that would listen to me, Coach, that um, it was so pristine in there. I think you could eat off the floor in any section of the building. Yeah, I, it's hard to imagine that it's 12 or 13 years old now. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, we, I think we take a lot of pride in, in keeping it clean and up to date. And that original, you know, the original uh, arena that was built, um, you know, it didn't have the restaurant up top and, you know, all the other nice kind of things that we've added on the video board, you know, the Jumbotron. It didn't have all that. So, um you know, President Docking and our administration has continued to add and add and add uh, to the ice arena. And it is, um, you know, it's it's definitely our, our little special place on campus. And uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's fully used with so many hockey teams and <laughs> so many figure skating teams. It's, it's basically running from 6 in the morning until midnight when the students are here. So it's, uh, it's a pretty busy place. And we have, um, you know, three full-time uh, ZAM drivers there and, and guys that keep the arena up to date and, and keep the, uh, the ice, uh, you know, really, really like NHL level, in my opinion. So we're, we're very fortunate to have the support from the college to, to make sure it, it stays so nice. Gary, the other thing that I'm going to say is that uh, uh, I looked at the banners and I'm going like, wow, you guys got a lot of banners. <laughs> you got a lot of talented hockey players. And then uh, Sheldon showed me the trophy case. And I said, wow, you got a lot of trophies too. Um, but the one thing that caught my eye was uh, the, the sign going out of the building that says another Bulldog victory. And I said, I said to myself right away that that's confidence. And I, I think I sent you the, the quote that I made up and, and I truly just made it up, but confidence of champions or confident confident is champions um when you have that kind of confidence it's no doubt that you win championships so two of them right for your m1 program 2018 and 2021 yeah. yes yeah so so tell me a little bit about how you keep everybody straight i know sheldon told me and i kind of teased the audience before but 
you, you guys all look alike except for a logo, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, you'll you'll kind of see it. It's it's uh, pretty pretty cool. Or uh, you'll see some bulldog statues around campus at different athletic facilities, and the slogan is "Expect to Win." So we want to make sure that our kids know that we're trying to compete and 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 do well. And uh, like you mentioned, we have seven different hockey teams on campus. Uh, but they all kind of have their own unique uh, logo and identity. And it's pretty cool because it's, it's easy for someone to come on campus and maybe be a little bit confused about, you know, which team is this, which team is that. So having every team have their own unique logo is definitely pretty neat. You know, the other thing that was pretty cool, and Steven's going to jump in here with some uh, questions related to your schedule upcoming and, stuff like that here in just a minute but since i was just on campus i figured i'm gonna i'm gonna steal you for a little bit um <laughs> i uh, we walked down the hallway next to the locker rooms and he was pointing out everything from the laundry room to all the different teams and he skipped the room and i said uh whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i said we gotta stop here um th this is the athletic training room and he looked at me kind of funny and he goes hey i i don't mean to to skip that room but he goes um I don't, I'm not in there very often and I really don't want to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, it is cool. They have kind of like a mini, mini AT room um, in the ice arena, which is pretty neat. It's like in between the benches, just because our, our AT staff obviously services both teams during the games. So um, it, it is really nice, especially after games where, uh, you know, it's cold tubs, hot tubs, things like that. Um, but obviously that's locked unless a, a trainer's in there. So that's probably why he wasn't able to show you it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was funny about it. He goes, I, I, I don't want to be in that room. <laughs> I'll just be yeah. I'll just be on the ice and in my locker room and do that kind of thing. But, okay, yeah. um, uh, one more thing for you before Steven jumps in and asks you about this upcoming schedule. Because I know you got some at least one team that I know of from out west coming your direction. But um, I, I commented shortly after I left your building, I said, I don't ever want to hear the words can't or won't work. Because if you have an enrollment of what, 2,200 people or whatever it is, and you can field seven teams and four skating, uh, figure skating programs and do it all on one ice sheet, then then these people that are saying they can't do it, it's, it's that they don't want to do it. Uh, if there's a will, there's a way, right, Gary? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, we're we're obviously an enrollment-driven school, so um, the college, you know, when President Docking came in, uh, I'm going to say 14, 15 years ago, there's only seven to 900 students. And now we're, like you said, about 2,000 undergrad. Now we've added a grad school, um, and it continues to grow. But, you know, definitely athletics is – played a part in that and uh but more than that like the band choir music we've added cornhole to our athletics department just kind of bass fishing so like a lot of kind of unique ideas to continue and grow our you know our enrollment and it's not just hockey like we're a very diverse uh college so it is it i just you know sat in a meeting today with a, a bunch of different coaches uh, from different sports and you're continuing learning and growing and um, you know these 
these kids are they're they're pretty awesome at all their different sports. So it's it's definitely fun to be a part of. All right, if you don't mind, I'll have Stephen jump in and ask you a little <laughs> bit about the schedule because I know there's a team out west, at least one team that's coming your way. Well, before before I ask about the schedule, I want I want to ask about just how cool is it that you as you guys are part of the like the part of the whole athletic program umbrella is a as a your team is a non varsity sport, but you're within the mix of all the teams. I mean, a lot of these these quote unquote uh, non uh, NCA teams they have to do their own sites. They're not integrated within the 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 athletic program. You know, they're they're on the outside a little bit. So how cool is it to be kind of kind of part of part of the whole athletic brand there at Adrian. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. Um, just, you know, I guess starting from an administration standpoint, just being our, our offices for all the coaches are, are inside the ice arena. So uh, just to kind of collaborate with all these different uh, hockey minded people, I think you're continuing to always learn and grow. And then I think, uh, our kids, you know, being under the athletic department, I think probably is a, um, a big part of, of our success because we're recruiting kids that they want to be student athletes on campus. Um, and, and truthfully, they're, they're held to a little higher standard. I mean, they have to follow, obviously, the ACHA, like, um, eligibilities for, like, grades and whatnot, but then they also have to follow our college's procedures in place through the NCAA. Um, all that type of stuff. I mean, we have uh, guest speakers. Uh, we have tons of stuff, resources for our student athletes that they're continuing to grow and learn and be better. And not even so much just as athletes, but as people and, and leaders in our community. So uh, there is more they have to do. Like a lot of community service we have to do because we fall into an athletic team on campus. So uh, our kids are involved in our local like Halloween trick or treat uh trick-or-treat patrol and and we've been involved with our special olympics and adrian and i mean the list goes on and on so there's there's more that's required of you or expected of you but in, in my opinion that those are great things and that's that's part of the college experience so for my, you know for us i i feel very blessed just to, you know that we're that we're in that category of athletics all right so let me ask about the schedule now so the um, the schedule is out. I believe I, I'm looking at the schedule for this upcoming season on your guys' website. Um, so maybe just take us through it a little bit. Um, I see you're going to play Arizona at home this year. Uh, you're going to have Liberty uh, a couple of series with them. Um, so maybe just take the folks inside your you know your schedule a little bit uh, uh, for us. Yeah, I think the one thing that we we realized and identified pretty early is. Uh, looking back at last season, you know, we want to strengthen our strength of schedule. We want to uh, maybe play a little bit of a tougher road before the national tournament. And so we, we tried to, you know, beef it up. I think, um, you know, you look at Chad Berman, what he's done at Arizona. I think he's a heck of a coach building a heck of a program and I have the utmost respect for him. So for them to get, uh, you know, we're able to get them on our schedule that that's that's going to better prepare us for the national tournament kirk is doing great things at liberty so for us to get four games with them i mean the hope is that we're maybe both um ranked pretty good so that maybe uh you know those can feel like some national uh tournament games similar to like in those arizona games so 
uh, for us is can we can we make our schedule tougher? And you know, those, like you said, those two teams right there, Arizona and Liberty. Um, Liberty, we usually always used to play, but we didn't play them last year. So just to get those games back on our schedule, I think is really important for us. Gary, the other thing is uh, your respect for your program has grown. Uh, I had a chance to visit with you a lot during the uh, the uh, 2021 tournament runs, which you guys won the championship. And I've got so much respect for not only your players, but your fans. But it reaches all over the place because when I asked Chad Berman about going there, I said, man, are, are you crazy? You're going to play Adrian on the third night? And he goes, hey, if we're playing in the national tournament, he said, we have to expect to play an Adrian on our third game. <laughs> so uh, yeah. there's a lot of respect there. And I, I hear the same thing from you. It, it's our it's our way, too. So we'll play Oakland on the first two nights. And, okay. then, and then we'll get Arizona on our third. And I, I told I, – I, I thought I told Chad this, but for us, like, we need more three and threes. Because the reality is, if you want to win a national championship, you, you got to win – uh, you know, three out of four days if you get that off day or maybe four in four days. So if we can get a highly ranked team like Arizona on our third night, it better prepares us for national. So we're probably thinking the same thing there. Yeah, I guess I would totally agree with you on that. And, of course, Liberty is no slouch, as you mentioned. And the teams in your conference uh, are really some pretty good teams, too. I see you got Stony Brook on there. You're going to play at Western Michigan. I mean, um, the Davenport's always a tough team. I mean, you got some really stellar hockey teams, and I'm not trying to leave out Ohio because we know what Ohio can do, right? Yeah, Leo's done a fantastic job at Ohio. I mean, they had a, a phenomenal class that um, was brought in, and like Leo's really smart guy, and he's he's doing a really good job too. So I think they're going to be really really good this year. Um, I think they're they're a team that is going to come out of the gate really strong. So, and I, I'm actually working with him to try and get, get four games with them for our 23, 24 schedule. So like you said, Davenport, I mean, the list goes on. We're, we just, we need to make our schedule tougher. We need to play uh, more, more tough games. And, and that was the goal when, when we were building the schedule, you know, last year. Yeah. I'm going to totally agree with you again on that. Um, when I look at the, uh, at the, the schedule and the way you're building for the future. I'm going to take you back to last year's national tournament. Um, it was the rebound year, if you will, coming off of COVID. You guys uh, were the marked team all year because you were the defending national champions. And uh, Give us your thoughts on how that tournament, first of all, was at Centene, in your opinion, and uh, you know just how things played out for you. I know you didn't get what you wanted to do, which was the repeat, but what did you take away from that tournament? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was an extremely interesting year for us. I mean, we had some highs, we had some lows, we had a very weird year of like some injuries and, um, and, and COVID was still a play. If you remember at the beginning, oh, I, of do. Last year. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of, you know, like it, it was, it was still a really interesting year for us. Um, you know, it, 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 it was it, it kind of really I think made our a lot of our guys really grow up and and get better and and uh, challenged us so the turn like getting to the tournament 
Um, I think we were, you know, men- mentally in the in the right place to compete, and we we're going to have to do it the hard way. We we're going to have to win, you know, games in four days because we are going in as a high seed. Like, you know, it's it going to have to be done the hard way. And uh, so we had a, a great first couple days, and um, we just ran we ran into a train like on that third day. I mean. Our our third third game in three days going up against a Linderwood team it just it didn't uh, it didn't go in our favor but the tournament you know all in all was excellent the ACHA does such an excellent job uh, you know Brian Moran does such a good job uh, as the commissioner and and uh, Craig Barnett does a fantastic job as the executive director and I, I saw he just got extended for five years which I think is very very important for the ACHA um, like they do a great job St. Louis Blues, Linwood, like everyone everyone that was involved in that tournament forget Russ tournament coordinator uh, it was all first class and it was an excellent tournament. And just as a team, we came up short in the semis there. But I, as a fan of the ACHA, I thought it was eight at the same time of our tournament. And you saw a lot of, like, uh, teams going to, like, check out other divisions. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, so I wanted to ask about that, Scott. I want to ask about that because um, uh, that, was, that was where I was going to go is this was kind of like the, the first time that all the divisions, well, not the first time, but this, it's just fairly new that the uh, all the divisions were in one spot uh, for the tournament. And, and I know that there was the meetings and they were voting on whether they were going to keep it that way or whether they were going to go back to having the divisions all be in different spots. And I guess it was it was tabled or was voted down, so they're going to keep it the way it is, where all everybody's going to be in one place. So I, I guess uh, you're, you kind of like that, where everybody got to be in one place. And, and actually next year in Boston, everybody will be playing this at the same time so you'll probably see a lot of people hanging out and watching the other divisions play each other. So that you, you got to be a fan of that, I would imagine. Oh, did we lose Gary? I, I can see him, but this can't. Uh... Gary, are you still there? Well, we might have lost Gary, it looks like. Uh, I, I think he's still connected. He's talking, but I, I, for some reason, we're not getting him across the uh across the sound waves so i don't know if uh well i could i could guess how he, he would answer that i would i would imagine he would have been <laughs> pretty pretty excited about that because uh you know that he's he seemed to like that where the everybody got to come to different i that was one of the cool things i liked is that you did see it was like a big hangout for like you know six seven days and even it even went on even beyond you know when i left because there were still the other divisions were going still uh right. started up and playing and stuff it was 10 days overall was was the time there but but I, I uh, that somewhere we lost gary if you can hear me and you want to disconnect and reconnect again i'll i'll plug you back in because some reason yeah. we're not getting your sound so uh let's see if we got him now can you hear me or no guys yeah well, we can hear you now you can i can okay because i don't have him for some reason so maybe it's me that's the one messing up here well no i just <laughs> I only heard the, he said, can you hear me now? And, and I oh. said, but I didn't. Okay. He's unmuting. Let's see if he. Uh, that's me. I think I'm, I'm reconnecting with him here. I think so. 
This is live podcasting, folks, at its finest. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Gary, can you hear us now? Uh, oh. Oh. oh, that's too bad because it was. Uh, it's probably my fault. You know, I, you know, you. Yeah, it is. My, We're going to blame it on you because you got broad <laughs> shoulders and you can take it. <laughs> okay, looks like he's hung up now, so we'll wait for him to call back well, in. But let me see if I can get him back on. Hold on a minute. I just put him back on the invite button. So hopefully that'll. Uh, by the way, a little inside. We'll use another baseball now. Inside baseball here. Scott's uh, also running the board for Gary, the show. Can you hear us? <laughs> so Scott's got to manage two things here. He's he's running the, making sure we're staying on the air here right now. Uh, Gary, if you just want to call me, uh, we'll put you on the air just over the phone uh, to avoid any issues that we're having. I'm not sure what the problem is or why we can't hear you, but um, Maybe. I know you can hear me, but. For some reason, uh, we're unable to we're unable to hear you. So maybe he's in a bad signal area. Yeah, well, he's hearing us pretty well. So weird. Um, now so he says he says he can hear us. He says he's on mute. Yeah, I tried muting and unmuting, so he should be unmuted again now on my board. But coach still can't hear you. If you want to uh, just try calling my phone, I'll just put you on speaker. And we can uh, we can go that way if that works for you. Just he says a well, for you anyway. He says he wants want me to call. <laughs> sure, absolutely. He's calling right now, so. Okay. All right, coach, are you there? <laughs> hey, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, you gotta love technology, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it said, it said I went on mute, so I, and I, I could hear you guys, but I couldn't talk. Are you able to cut all that stuff out or no? Yeah, we're fine. We're fine on it. No, it's all live. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got all kinds of things we can do. But um, anyway, uh, I think, uh, Stephen, do you want to ask that question one more time, if yeah. you can, about the, the group? Well, he probably heard the question. So let's, if, if he heard, heard my question, maybe he can respond to that about having everybody there in one spot there in the national tournament. Yeah, yeah it's awesome because, you know, we're fortunate enough that we can have more than one team there. If our women's D1 team is there, men's D2 team is there, if, if we can catch those games, you know, I, I would love to watch them play. And also, you know, I'm sure my guys would love to see their friends play. So for us, it, it's awesome, you know, everyone being in one place and we get to support each other. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, good stuff. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was uh, your – your captain, uh, Nolan, uh, Sheldon Nolan, was showing me inside to your office. We couldn't get in, but uh, I saw a couple of really nice pictures, full-size posters of championship rings. The guys got to love that, don't they? Yeah, Baron was, was – uh, they're awesome. Baron rings are really good. They're a sponsor of the ACHA, but they just did our, our NCAA men's rings, and they, they send you those posters when you when you order through them. So I was like, well, I'm not going to let those sit, you know, in a in a shelf somewhere, sit in a closet somewhere. So I hung them up. They're pretty cool. Well, let me tell you a couple of things, because I, I always joke with Chris Mayotte over at Colorado College. Every time I have him on the podcast, I tell him that I'm ready to sign a national letter if I was like 40 years younger, <laughs> because I love his program. I think Coach Berman's got a great program. I'm not taking away from anybody uh, that we've had on the show, and we love having everybody on, but uh, I just fell in love with your university, your city, your campus, all of that uh, when I was there. So 
once again, I thank you for inviting me in and giving me the chance to look around. I know we had to juggle a little bit due to uh, USA hockey stuff, but um, let me ask you that. I don't know how much you follow that uh, the World Junior Championships, but I said it was probably the best 60 uh, young players in that age group that I've ever seen put together in the United States of America. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat, and how good these these kids are getting is is, is pretty wild. Like it's it's uh, you know they're they're continuing to get better and better and better, and you know we're really fortunate because the U.S. development program is in Plymouth, so that's only um, man, I, I would say what hour five, hour ten, from about Kansas an hour City. five. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and then we our NCAA team they usually play the eighteens. Uh, during the season. So, okay. uh, if it's an Adrian, I mean, that's that's an easy sellout game really early, and you get to watch all those guys, and it, it's pretty phenomenal. And, and then if it's in uh, Plymouth, we'll usually uh, go out there and watch the game anyways, because it's so close, you know. So, um, you know, what, what's been going on is, is pretty remarkable. And um, I didn't watch much of the games. I was following kind of the stat lines and stuff, and, and what's following it on uh, social. So it was, it was pretty neat, for sure. Well, I'll tell you, I put together, uh, and it'll be out this weekend, about a little over an hour video. I had uh, 13 interviews, including John Van Beesbrook, Nate Lehman, Chris Mayotte, and uh, 11 players. My 12th player, uh, and uh, this is unfortunate, but um, Aiden Thompson was the last player brought onto the roster. Uh, the coaches all told me, that he was the best player all week in camp. Six minutes to go in the scrimmage, the final scrimmage, he hits uh, knee on knee with a teammate and uh, is out and can't make the World Junior Championships. And they listed him as probably their best center, which is saying something when you got Logan Cooley and, and uh, Matthew Nyes and guys like that on a roster. Yeah, that's, man, that's so unfortunate. Like, that's, that's terrible. But they are, they are deep, that's for sure. There's, there's so many good American players, and it's continuing to grow, and that's probably a big part of you know grass, grassroots with U.S. hockey and the new development model and everything like that. So it's pretty remarkable. All right, final one for me is uh, tell us a little bit about your roster. What can uh, the Adrian fans and the opposition expect when you field your uh, your M1 team this year? Yeah. players um chris donaldson graduated uh emmanuel silverio and mason vaughn all, all great people and great players um and I, but i guess the flip end of that is we only graduated three guys so we return everyone else so we'll be a little bit of an older group um tyler feist coming back for his fifth year He's uh, in our uh, master's, gotten to our master's program. And Brendan Stanko uh, has also got into the master's program. So those two seniors are coming back for a fifth year. So, you know, we only graduate three. Uh, it's a small freshman class. I think they'll be, uh, our group will be hungry. I think that that's probably the biggest thing is, we'll, you know, we'll have a hungry group. And usually a hungry group. Uh, leads to a competitive group. So I, I'm excited. Um, you know, I was just talking to a couple other coaches on how much 
the ACHA has grown um, just in like the last, you know, seven, eight years I've been a part of it. There's so many good teams now, and it's so competitive that those, those top teams, anyone can win on any night. And I think that's our, our message to our group is if, if we want to be successful this year, we really need to put in 100% effort every single night we play. So I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we'll be a little bit older. We have a lot of reserves, but I think the general consensus is we, we got to just put in the work. It's, it's really that simple. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for our guys to show up here in a few short weeks. All right. I, I kind of lied to you. I got to leave you on one note. When you look around and, and Stephen and I and everybody were told about uh, with the pandemic, it might be a death nail for college hockey because it, how would they survive? It's too much of a niche sport. All of the things that you can think of was thrown out there. But uh, at least in the NCAA ranks and even at ACHA, we didn't really lose anybody. and We actually gained teams. Uh, are you surprised at that, Gary, coming out of the pandemic? I mean, you hear so much about how the, you know, the, the portal has so many players available. Um, I think, if you want my honest opinion, I think the more NCAA Division One hockey, the better. I think, you know, with, with bringing back the Alaska School, it looks like Robert Morris is coming back now. Now you have Lindenwood, LIU was added uh, a couple years ago. Uh, the more opportunities for these for these young people, the better. And um, the, the growth of college hockey on both men's and women's is extremely important. And um, I, I think if you look at the youth numbers, how they've grown over previous years, I, there, there is a need for more college hockey. So I'm, I'm not too surprised by it. Um, you know, maybe some of that has to do with the fifth year of eligibility. That, that, that definitely probably plays a part why there's so many players available but um hockey's growing and i think the proof is like look at these uh, non-traditional colleges thrive look at arizona state and NCAA division one thrive and i don't think we're far away from um can more continued growth in college hockey so i think it's exciting and i think it's great for the sport overall all right, I'll leave you on a couple of comments. First of all, Sheldon did show me the doghouse, Bruiser's doghouse on the end of the ring, so I got a little segment about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is, uh, as I'll say, is that uh, that sign, uh, as you leave the building, will stick with me forever, Gary. Um, confidence builds champions in my book, and uh, kudos to you and everybody there at Adrian College and what you're doing. We appreciate you taking some time today to come on and join us, and I'll definitely be in touch. Keep that seat open for me up there in the bar. I want to get there and watch a game from there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, you know, it was, it was awesome that you got to see campus, and we love to have you out for a game and, and meet Bruiser. He's, he's at a lot of the games. So, uh, I hear he's a heck of a goaltender, too. <laughs> he is. I think if you score, like, three pucks on him, you get, like, a free, like, chicken sandwich up in the restaurant or chicken wings and <laughs> He denies a lot of kids those chicken wing coupons, so he is a goalie. And uh, and yeah, very very fortunate to, to have you out. And um, you know, it's I'm just very fortunate to be a part of this because our, our the kids work hard. That's my number one thing is we, we bring in kids who just simply work hard 
and uh, I'm just I'm very very fortunate to be a part of it. So I I hope to, to have you guys out to a game in the future. We'd love to host you guys. Okay. Well, Scott's gonna start. Scott's gonna start practicing now, so he can get some <laughs> free chicken wings when he gets there. <laughs> yeah, I might have to do that. Hang tight a minute, Coach. I'm gonna try to play something. You've already heard it, but I think our uh, our listeners might want to hear your captain. Uh, so um, give me one second here if I can do this while I have you on the phone. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, Maybe, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Apparently it's not going to work with you online, but I'm going to play. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Sheldon gave us a nice uh, shout out for the podcast. I'll put it on so everybody can hear it. But Gary Salas, thanks for spending some time with us. Enjoy the night with the family, okay? All right. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. That's head coach, Gary Salas from Adrian College. I'm going to play it now if I can because this is, uh, we need more of these, Stephen. This is Sheldon Nolan from the Adrian Bulldogs Men's C1, and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Indeed, you are listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. All right, let's take a quick break. Stephen and I will be right back to wrap up another episode of the Great West College Hockey Podcast in about two minutes. That sports Emmy is ours. <laughs> Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus. State-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan, or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more. Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. 
stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Indeed it is, the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you from Denver, Colorado today. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Stephen, uh, you know the drill by now. Once we have a guest on, I hear something, you hear something. What did you take away from our conversation with Gary Astalis from Adrian College? And I should correct the record. I said sports, but this this podcast would never win that because the Emmys are for television, so that wouldn't even <laughs> wouldn't even apply. But if there's, but whatever the top sports uh, award is for audio, we're gonna win it for that for this show. <laughs> oh, we're good, aren't we? I mean, we just we're good. Right, we just I mean, we just go with it, you know. That's live live podcasting, you know. It's it's you lose the connection, you find out another way to get yeah. the, the guest back that's, on. And uh, I don't know how well that, you heard it, but I heard him really well. <laughs> that's why you've got three. That's why you've got like four phones for these sort of situations. <laughs> anyways, anyways uh, no, I, I, you know, I you you had a chance to 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 see their facility recently, and uh, and obviously you were impressed by that, and. I was impressed by their team. I watched them in the national tournament. They did a pretty, pretty good job. Made a deep run. Obviously, losing to to Lindenwood, as I mentioned. But um, you talked about the the schedule and how, and it seems like we're seeing that now with a lot of these teams. It's kind of a similar message where they feel like they need to up the their schedule a little bit and and play tougher opponents and play a tougher type schedule. He mentioned the three and three, which I think a lot of teams try to avoid doing, but they've got a couple of those scenarios on their schedule, or maybe they play three and four or whatever, but uh, it's, it is, especially if you do it late in the season, because it does prepare you for the national tournament where you might have to, where you are going to make that kind of a run. Either you are lucky enough to, to be the top four and you get the, you know, you, you play that Thursday, you play that Friday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, if you go all the way to the final, or you have to start Saturday and go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, so it's uh, it's quite a grind, and uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough tournament to win because of that, and 
and uh, you have to be prepared prepared for that sort of uh, situation. I mean, we saw what uh, Central Oklahoma did in, in all the overtime hockey, and 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 the fact that for Central Oklahoma last year in the tournament, all the overtime hockey they had to play too, and and still what they were able to accomplish was remarkable. So, uh, but for Adrian, yeah, it's impressive, and and uh, he, I like again, I, I really intrigued by the. It seems like the arms race, and, and we've talked a lot about arm races with with getting players and, and adding to your roster, but we're seeing now kind of an maybe an arms race or or, or of how you're scheduling games because you're seeing that's kind of changing a little bit too and how teams are, are doing that and who they're scheduling and, and what games they're, they're playing. I mean, they're going to play Liberty four times. They're going to play uh, Ohio, which is a, a team that that's, you tends to be pretty good, and then they certainly surprised in the national tournament. So, um, yeah, I'm, in, I'm impressed by that and it's, uh, that they want to get better in that regard. Yeah, and that's uh, the way it is across the board. It's a good point that uh, you uh, you look at those rankings every year, and you and I look at them, we kind of scoff at them. <laughs> yeah, but, we, uh, oh, we do. <laughs> the coaches knew, know that, that they need um, – and our friends at Utah, look what happened to them last year. They were in a position to go to the national tournament, but because of their schedule and lack of powerhouses at the end – they just missed out on an opportunity. Yeah, I'm so, real intrigued to see um, what Utah's schedule is like this year. What kind of what kind of games they've they're scheduled this year? Obviously, they got the WCHL games they play, which is good in itself. That's the benefit of being in a strong conference like that. As the yeah. the, the level of competition is good, so you're going to get 20 games within that conference, uh, and, and they're in the division with UNLV, Arizona, so they get tough games already. But it's just a matter of are they able to be in a position where they can schedule some really tough non. Uh, conference game, so to speak, and and play some some good opponents, and so it'll be. I don't think their schedule's out yet, so it'll be real interesting to see. As I'm sitting in Utah right now, see what the Utah might do. But also go the other teams. Go find out. That's your... Go find out. <laughs> go go trek down to find Morgan Feeney, AJ Bolden, and them over at Utah, and knock on the door and see if they'll let me in. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So it's always great, um, and I guess that the thing that I took away and I'll keep repeating this because I think it's just so important. There are so many places that say, oh, we're not a big enough school. It costs too much. Uh, hockey's an expensive sport. Uh, we don't have enough support from the fan base. I mean, there, there's a million excuses out there. But when you have 2,200, maybe not even that many, uh, students on your, enrolled in your college and you can field seven teams, that's a will. And uh, like I said, I've got two things that I took away from Adrian College. If there's a will, there's a way. It's going to stick with me. And then also that confidence uh, builds champions, and that's for sure. I mean, those guys walk out of that building every home game, every practice, and they see that sign that says another Bulldog win or another Bulldog victory. How can you, how can you not think um, that, that you're going to be the team to beat when it comes down to it? Um, the other thing I do want to mention is uh, Bruiser, <laughs> the Bulldog. You'll see the uh, doghouse and the fact that they put him out on the ice and people shoot like, uh, I don't know if it's tennis balls or what at him, but uh, apparently he's pretty good. As Gary told us as well, it's, it's hard to score on him. you got to get three past him. And uh, I think that's classic. And he is a, an original Bulldog, so it's not like it's a mascot or anything like that. This is the Bulldog going on the ice bruiser so shout out to bruiser shout out to uh, sheldon nolan for, for taking us around or taking me around on a saturday afternoon of uh the, i mean that's just incredible and uh, gary Stallis for what a program they have there uh, i'll say it again to you Stephen. when you walk in 
One side of the rink is all locker rooms and the training facility and the laundry room. And uh, everybody's got their room, right? And uh, inside those rooms, it, it's beautiful. I mean, the stalls are beautiful. Everything's set up. I mean, if you can't be successful when everything's laid out for you like that, then I don't know. Uh, and if you're a hockey player that's looking for a place to play and you don't take a serious look at Adrian College, um, I don't know why you're not. Yeah, I, I, I'm exactly right. And I'm looking forward to seeing the final product with your feature on Adrian and up on YouTube here at some point. And, and it's just going to be uh, – it's just good to see these – get a deeper look into these programs, some of these great ACHA programs. And, and he even said it towards the end of the, the conversation that – uh, and you know this, and we've said it numerous times on ad nauseum on this show that the level of the talent and the level of competition in the ACHA just continues to to increase, and and that just is better for for everybody. I mean, we're seeing what we're seeing, you know, with teams that are progressing towards what what they want to do, whether they want to be a powerhouse at the ACHA, whether they have aspirations to go in the NCAA. Um, there's certainly a blueprint to do that, and and we're seeing teams doing that to get better and, and and i think it benefits everybody everybody that supports the acha watches it the students that participate in it it, it benefits everybody okay uh, i know we only got a couple minutes left but i want to throw this out there as just a quick topic of discussion um we talked about uh the fifth year and how good ncaa schools are and how there's not enough ncaa schools so there's a trickle down effect those guys that can't get onto an ncaa roster and still want to play hockey uh, it's either NCAA Division Three or ACHAM1. That's your two choices. But let's look at it from another perspective. Have the players gotten so good that we're starting to see guys that maybe a few years ago would have been ACHAM1s but have earned a roster spot on an NCAA team because of uh, the way the talent level is? So is there a triple trickle-up effect, if I can use that terminology, as opposed to a trickle-down effect? Boy, say that five times fast. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna try. I stumbled saying it once. Uh, Vince Scully yeah. wouldn't, by the way. So there you go. No, he 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 wouldn't though. So if you're aspiring to be like Vince Scully, Scott, you start practicing. We got a ways to go. <laughs> it's never too late. Never too late. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I you know I don't know. I mean, you're you're more in tune with the NCAA game, but I, you know it just it seems that way. I mean, yeah, certainly I think with the COVID and. And everything, and I, I think players did get a, a fifth year uh, in that level, and so it, it it freed up or it it made it tougher in that regard, and and so you're probably seeing better players go the ACHA route. I don't, um, I, I think we'll have to see what happens as the next few years goes along. Maybe everything starts to to level back out again in that in that regard. But um, I, I just it's it's just impressive. I mean, we're and we're seeing too that that some players prefer the ACHA game, not that they don't prefer it over the NCAA uh, D1 level, but certainly the lower divisions at that level, they get a better opportunity at the ACHA, that it's not as it's not as far as a gap as it once was between NCAA, certainly NCAA Division One still the cream of the crop when it comes to college hockey or college athletics and sport. But but you look at maybe the, the, the lower divisions of that, but even but even between the Division One of that and the ACHA Division One, I, I mean, it is not as far wide a gap as it once was. It has certainly gotten a lot closer than it was. And that's why you see Lindenwood deciding they're going to make the leap to the NCAA. And they got 
everything sorted out there. Arizona State, of course, and what they're trying to establish and, and, and getting themselves in there. You know, UNLV's got aspirations and other, uh, you know, what other teams are trying to do. So it's, uh, it's exciting, and it's, I think it's just great for, for, the, for, the, for the game of hockey and for, for college hockey in general that, that there's great level of talent, whether it be the ACHA level or whether it be at the NCAA level. Well, um, as always, this time of year, fundraisers going on. So there's golf tournaments. There's other fundraisers, I'm sure, around the uh, ACHA ranks. As, uh, they start to prepare for college season, college uh, academic year to start pretty darn yeah. soon. It's August now, so yeah. it won't be long. School and years are starting up, I think, this month. Uh, football, I see a lot of the college football teams are, are starting to do workouts and stuff. And, of course, that also means that the uh, – Hockey teams and other sports will will get ready to start up soon, and yeah, we got some golf tournaments uh, this month with our various teams, and then um, games will start in, you know, probably scrimmages and practices and camps will start in what late August, early September. And then we'll see some games. Some teams will probably start late September. So other teams will start right at beginning October. So it's going to be here sooner than we know it. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate having Gary Salas on tonight. I'll let you take it away, and then we'll uh, sign off with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro. Well, before we go, I did tease the Vince Scully thing, so let me oh, share yeah, one yeah. thing. Let's let me let me. So the, the Kings won the Stanley Cup in 2014, and so obviously the Dodgers were playing that night, and the Kings ended up winning, and Vin was on the air, and obviously uh, was heard the roar of the crowd. So, of course, they bring the Cup to the Dodger game, not long after they win the cup and bring it up to the broadcast booth. And I guess it was the first time that Vin had seen the Stanley Cup in person. And as, and as anybody would, when you see a trophy like that for the first time, you're pretty uh, amazed by it and awed. And, and certainly Vin was uh, that night. And, of course, he's looking back and he's, he's like, talking about the, the cup and the Kings run. And while he also turns around and calls a pitcher too, you know, making sure that fans are so – because it was – I believe it was in a point of the game where he was still on radio because you know people don't know people may know this about Vin. If he did, he did the first three games of baseball games on TV and on radio. So you know when you're doing the simulcast like that, you know you still gotta you still gotta be aware of what's going on. So you know he's talking about the cup and congratulating the Kings and bringing that in and, and also calling the game. And then of course he talked about his fandom being a from New York, being a Rangers fan. Although he said he didn't really follow it uh, too much. Uh, you know, in his later years, but talked about, uh, he remembered, brought a name of Dave Curran. He, he, and so that was, uh, he referenced that name, which is a, an old, old, an oldie there. And, and then, <laughs> and then the greatness of Scully in that same breath, he could be thanking the Kings for their championship run. <laughs> he's calling a bunt attempt that goes foul. And then he's inquiring about whether there were margaritas made in the cup bowl on Jimmy Kimmel the <laughs> past night. Cause the, the cup had been on Jimmy Kimmel. And of course you drink right. out of the cup and everything. So <laughs> it's just, uh, and then he says, uh, "I'm sure you've all washed off that salt by now." So, <laughs> so that was that was pretty cool. And then of course, Vin helped narrate the. Uh, it was part of the stadium series that the the Kings and the Ducks had in 2014. That's or that same year actually that the Kings ended up winning the cup. Uh, it was the first time that a regular season game had been uh, west of the Mississippi, and so that was uh, exciting. And of course, Vin was part of that. That game was at Dodger Stadium and. And he helped narrate that and bring in, uh, along with Bob Mill, the longtime Kings broadcaster as well. And that's, you know, Southern California has had a plethora. I mean, they've had the Bob Miller and, and uh, Vin Scully and, of course, Chick Hearn for the NBA and basketball and the Lakers. So um, 
so that's pretty cool and that was you know and so Venom got to be a part of that um so he's he's and I won't even share this maybe we'll share this on a pro hockey west report future show but uh Vinny also talked about Jackie Robinson and how he ice skated with Jackie Robinson back in the day one time. <laughs> so he shared that story on the it. air several times. So there's some hockey uh, ice connections there. And, uh, and yeah, so Vin, even though people know him for baseball, he, he had stories for just about every, everything. And, and certainly when the LA team won the Stanley cup, he was in awe of seeing the cup in person, just like anybody would be seeing it. Uh, and so uh rest in peace vin uh, you will be missed but as i as i said on my twitter last night i said the or instagram i said the we'll have what's what's so nice about 67 years of doing games and then he also he also did other sports too for a while did some football and some golf is that we have 67 years of audio and video of vin calling some of the greatest events for the dodgers for baseball he was involved with hank aaron and the historic home run there and, and his call on that was great to saying that you know, in the deep south, that a black man can be cheered on for breaking a, a home run record, and that was significant at that time. So, you know, he was part of history in, in baseball and in sports. So, we have 67 years of video and audio that we can have to 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 always remember Vin, even though he's no longer with us on on this earth. That he can live on through through so many hours and hours of video and audio in history. Well said, well put, Stephen. All right. Uh, no easy way to end that one, but uh, we got to do it. So say goodnight for it. Yeah, from the Summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, a rich history, past, present, and future. By Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. Buy M-Drive, real people, real results. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue Las Vegas style. Drury Inn & Suites, our quality and value have earned us 16 straight J.D. Power Awards. Book your stay at DruryHotels.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at Liberty.edu. And by Burrito Express, authentic Mexican food fresh from our family recipes with six East Valley locations. The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. Even if you are on the road, you uh, put it together professionally. Well done. Uh, our thanks to Gary Asalas, the head coach of the Adrian Bulldogs M1 hockey team, for joining us today. And, uh, yes, we did go a little early because Coach has got some family things to do, and we always appreciate that, and uh, we'll accommodate whenever possible. So download, enjoy it, tell your friends. If you like it, subscribe and get all of the uh, the Podbean uh, podcasts from ITHSW Podcast whenever they come out. Have a great evening, and uh, we'll say goodnight from Denver, Colorado, and Salt Lake City, Utah. Good night, everybody.